Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode, and I'm super excited because we're going into a podcast special this week on the awareness diet. We're going to dig into this inner child healing every night this week at 9 p.m. I'm going to have a special guest on for the last three parts. I like to call her Mama Eli. But uh, her name is Eli Thompson, and she is just magical and mystical and wise and motherly, and she's going to have some good stuff to share with you toward the end of this week. So make sure, make sure that you come back here every night this week at 9 p.m. with me, your host. Shamika Thompson, your friendly neighborhood intuitive self-care coach, right here on the Awareness Diet. If you want to get in contact with me, as always, you can hit me up on Instagram. That is at Queen's Armor Self-Care. Armor is spelt with a U. So Queen's, A-R-M-O-U-R, self-care, all together. You can DM me. You can comment on the post thread for the podcast. You can also email me at selfcare at queensarmor.com. Again, armor is spelled with a U. And let's go. I'm ready. I have been building up to this for the past couple of weeks and it has been killing me to not have started this special So here we are, five-day podcast special on inner child healing. And the first thing, as always, is we're going to start with our self-dedication prayer because this is your time. So I don't want you listening to this podcast while you're rushed or, you know, just trying to get it in, in between going places and doing different things. If that's the situation you're in right now, feel free to pause this and come back later when you can breathe and woosah and just really take some time for yourself. And then we say our prayer, our self-rededication prayer. Repeat after me. Things change over time. And as I continue to grow, I grant myself grace during times of darkness and confusion. I am reminded that the sun, whether seen or unseen, returns at every dawn. So right now, in this moment, I, state your name, rededicate myself to myself and commit to holding the torch of my truth high to shine a bright healing light on both my inner and outer worlds. Ashe. All right now. We're going to take a couple of deep breaths to really settle into that and to really settle into this moment. 
So you're going to inhale nice and slow to the count of seven. Six, seven, exhale for a slow count of five. Inhale, seven, nice and slow. Four, five, six, seven. Exhale, count of five. Last one, nice, long, deep inhale to the count of seven. Four, five, six, seven. And exhale, count of five until you get it all the way out. Oh, the simple pleasure and peace of breathing. Breathing, breath is life. If you can't do anything else for yourself, stop and breathe slowly and consciously. It'll change your life, I promise. So inner child healing, <clears throat> all right? So I feel it's important before um, I get into the good stuff that I uh, explain, again, um, our methods here at Queen's Armor Self-Care is dealing with the whole person and all aspects of being a human being. So, you know, we have our physical, we have our mental, we have our emotional, we have the energetic and some people, for some people, the energetic and the spiritual are the same. So um, on my podcast and in my practice, I always lead with the not so obvious, which is the energetic, okay? It's easy to tell when there's something physically wrong, yeah? You know, um, it's easy to identify when a situation, a physical situation is not right, when someone isn't treating us well or nicely, when we're being hurt. But the energetic aspect of things can be a little more elusive and yet it's the energetic aspect that plays a part and the biggest part on our physical life you know our health through the relationships we find ourselves in the type of people that we're attracted to or are attracted to us what we manifest all of these things can be and often are born out of the energetic state or the energy behind it. So before we get into all that good stuff, you know, the wounds, the trauma, you know, uh, the, the self-sabotage and self-abandonment and all of that juicy stuff that I've been posted on my Instagram. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, <clears throat> let's get into the energetic aspect of things. Let's get into kind of where it all starts. And where it starts or where I'm going to start is with the chakras. Um, you may have heard of or are familiar with the chakras already. And if you are, you know, um, continue your studies because there are so many layers to understanding and, and activating and working with and healing the chakras that it's almost insane. For those of you who aren't familiar with the chakras, um, on this podcast right now, I'm going to give a very simple 
explanation of what they are. And if you want to learn more or get deeper into understanding the chakras and, and how the chakras are affecting your life, how your chakras are affecting your life, then you can definitely uh, message me on, on Instagram or email me and we can set something up one-on-one where I can enlighten you a little bit on what all that is. So for now, and for the sake of time, and for keeping it simple on this podcast, we're just going to focus on what the chakras are, where to locate them in the body, touch on a little bit of history of them and how we even know about them, and go into your leading chakra based on your birth story. So here we go. So the chakras, the chakras are energy centers that run through the body. Uh, The most common ones that we here in the Western world tend to focus on and talk about are the seven chakras that run along the spine. They run from the bottom up. And while you're listening listening to this podcast, you can just as easily, I mean, go to Google and do an image search for chakras. That's C-H-A-K-R-A-S. It's not an S-H. It's C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And that's how you spell chakras. And um, you can look look at a lot of the images. There's a lot of images, a lot of visuals and of explanations and education out there regarding the chakras. Um, I would just say, be careful. You know, this is the internet. Not all sources are credible and I am available to help you on that journey. So the chakras are the seven energy centers that run along our, up and down our spine, starting from the base of the spine. So the first chakra is found at the base of the spine, or I guess you could say the tailbone. And they go upward from there to the crown, which is really above the top of the head. It's not the crown chakra doesn't actually touch or it's not actually in the body. It's, it's above that top center of the head. And so each of these chakras has a different energetic purpose, a different functionality different color, different frequency. And even though they all have these different aspects, in order for us to live and thrive and be the best possible version of ourselves, they all need to be functioning harmoniously or what we call they all need to be open and balanced. And so depending on our experiences in life or even if you believe in past lives, what we bring into this life with us from our previous lives, those chakras can be closed. They can be busted wide open or what we call overactive. They can open and close. They can be inconsistent. And so that energetic flow within us and amongst each, each other drastically affects how we move through life. 
you know, how, how we relate to people, how we feel, how things affect us, how we project ourselves into the world and all of these different things. And it's all energy. And how we came to learn about the chakras was many, 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 many years ago. There were some monks, you know, in 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 east in the eastern world, eastern civilization, who went into this deep, deep, extensive meditation and discovered these energy centers and started teaching it and the rest is history her story our story however you want to see it so going from the first chakra working our way up to the crown i'm going to give you the english name for the chakras because admittedly i learned them primarily in english i am terrible about remembering their the the name in the original language so when you look them up if you're looking them up you will find that too okay so we're going to keep it simple here and the first one is the root chakra like i said located at the base of the spine and it has to do with our sense of physical security how we feel about our place in the world, whether or not we can establish our place in the world, setting boundaries, um, physical safety and security, okay? You know, when you think and hear root chakra, I want you to think about the roots of a tree or the roots of a plant. You know, it's not going to be stable and it's not going to grow and thrive if it's not rooted in the ground. So our root chakra, especially when we're born and the circumstances that we're born into and, and how we're treated and cared for, you know, that's that's root chakra. That is the, the root chakra. You know, we incarnate, we're born and we come right into that root chakra development year. Okay. And the development years are going to be on part two tomorrow. So make sure you listen to that too, because that's when I get more into the development years, but just know for now that every chakra has its own development years, which is about seven years that energetically it takes for that chakra to kind of mature and, and, uh, mature and activate and balance out. And so therefore in those years, if depending on what happens, that's how we end up with a completely closed chakra or a chakra that's blown completely out of proportion. And it's just putting out too much energy, just doing too much. And you know, that's, and we have to work on it. So root chakra, that's your grounding. Okay. That's, that's the first chakra we come into, that root chakra. The next one, which is the sacral chakra, located in the navel area. Oh, you know what? Let me backtrack. That root chakra, as far as the part of the body that it's associated with, of course, we've got that lower part of the spine and everything from there down. So the buttocks, your legs, your feet, 
all of that is root. So again, if you are thinking of it in terms of the roots of a tree or a plant, your legs, your roots go down. That's how you stabilize yourself. You know, we weren't born knowing how to walk, but we typically know how to walk by the time we hit about three or four years old, right? So that's, that's your root chakra. That's its energy and the parts of the body that it governs. And you also need to know and understand that the root chakra is the powerhouse of the rest of your chakras. So if your root chakra has trauma, it's if it's if it's imbalanced, if it's blown out of out of proportion or what we call just busted wide open, all the rest of your chakras are going to be out of balance or they're not going to function properly or they're going to overcompensate, okay? So from there, now we move upward to the sacral chakra, um what what's located at the navel uh, root chakra is red, navel chakra is color is orange. Okay. So that is that navel area. I'll say from, uh, from the pubic area and all the reproductive organs, the, the hips and all through and around there. Um, even the, the kidney, you know, that, that band around the body between the, the pubic area, I'll say, and just above the navel is your sacral chakra energy center. And that is the bowl of the emotions. A lot of people, especially when you do research, there's a lot of emphasis on the sexual, sexual energy or the sexuality, um, sex and re and reproduction and, you know, uh, creativity, abundance, prosperity, that's all correct. But at the core, it can encompass all of these things because it's in the sacral chakra where all of our emotions reside, good, bad, or indecent or indifferent scarcity and lack abundance and prosperity, hate, love, fear, courage, all of these, all of these feelings, all of that emotional energy, emotions, energy, emotion, get all, all mixed up. They're all in that big bowl that we call the sacral chakra. Okay. And just like I said, with the root chakra, that developmental cycle in that seven years that we're in that developmental cycle, if there is anything that a lot that disallows us from expressing or feeling our feelings the way they are and you know just gets in the way of us just having and expressing our feelings in their raw authenticity it causes problems in the sacral chakra from there we move on up to the solar plexus this is the abdominal area so the way the, the sacral chakra stops just above the belly button. Your solar plexus, which is represented by the color yellow, goes from there up to just about, just beneath the, the, the breastbone. And that's, that chakra deals with identity and with understanding as well as presenting ourselves 
as and for who we are. So as you're listening, I'm sure you're able to tell that, yeah, you know, there's quite a few things that start getting mixed up here by the time we get to the third one and we still have four more. So imagine the person who has not had stability, who has not been able to express or was allowed to feel their feelings. They never really felt safe. They never felt safe to express their feelings. And now they have to become something that maybe they're not comfortable with just to survive. Identity. Okay. So we've already covered root. We've covered sacral chakra. We have covered solar plexus, which has to do with our identity and our personal will. You know, whether or not we have the, the fortitude to push forward or to project our will onto the world. You know, you want something, you go after it. That's your solar plexus. When it's time to implement, you know, we talk in, a lot in the industry, in the coaching industry, and, and, and we're helping people about setting boundaries. And once we've decided what boundaries we need to set with people and situations, at some point we're going to have to implement. So the solar plexus is about implementation. We implement. The solar plexus is, is, is the energy to actually act. From there, we go up from the breastbone bottom of the breastbone up to the center of the chest. Ladies, this is going to be like right up in between your boobies, you know, going up towards the the, the throat or the collarbone. And that is your uh, heart chakra for obvious reasons, right? But here's the the magic about the heart chakra. So the heart chakra, because I didn't get into it thus far, but the heart chakra is the only chakra that projects and receives energy. So let me go back down. We go to the root. The root chakra is a projective chakra. This is establishing your physical safety, security, your physical presence in this world, your sense of security. It's projective. Even though when we come into the world, we are dependent on other people for that safety and security. When we are of the age of reason, now we have to be responsible about how we establish our sense of security and identity. So the root chakra is projective. The sacral chakra is receptive. So it absorbs energy, it, energy in motion. It absorbs, it's receptive. And it doesn't matter whether it's male or female, that is a receptive chakra. It takes in your solar plexus, personal identity, personal will, taking action. That's projective. You're doing something out into the world. You're putting something out there. You're putting yourself, your limitations, your fears, your insecurities, you're putting it out. The heart chakra now is the bridge between the lower three and the the remaining upper chakras because it gives and it receives. So we call it the bridge. We have to be very careful with that heart chakra. It's very, it's, it's, it's so important because 
the heart chakra has a huge responsibility just like our human heart the same way it pumps blood it it it, it pumps out the the you know um carbon rich blood and then uses the oxygenated blood and it just filters out and it keeps taking in, putting out, taking in, putting out heart chakra is the same way. So in a lot of ways, the same way our physical heart is our, you know, our engine, the heart chakra is our energetic engine. You understand? So we got to keep that clean. We can't let it get burnt out. We can't let it harden and get gunk in it. Like it, we have to be really careful. From there, we go up to our fifth chakra, which is the throat. And the throat chakra is our form of expression. And a lot of the time people think that this always has to do with vocalizing, you know, talking, you know, yelling, screaming, expressing your opinions. No, 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 no. It's simply expression, expressing your truth. That could be in the form of singing. It could be speaking. You could be a great speaker. You could be a great artist or a great creator. I express myself through this podcast and also through making energetically healing soaps. It's expression. So the throat chakra has everything to do with however it is you express your authenticity, your truth, the truth of who you are and what you want or are moving through in life. After we get from the fifth, oh, and its color is blue. Heart is red because I, I mean not red. I'm sorry. The heart is green or pink. Remember, it's it's giving and receiving. So the root chakra is red, sacral is orange, solar plexus is yellow, heart chakra is green or pink. Your fifth chakra at your throat is blue. Now what shade of blue depends on the imagery, but just know it's blue. Then we move up from there to our sixth chakra. Everybody knows this chakra, whether they practice, you know, energy healing or not. And that's that third eye right between the brow, the intuition. Okay. The intuition, divine wisdom, you know, seeing beyond what we see with our eyes. And that color is typically like a indigo, not quite purple. So more like a purplish blue. And lastly, we have the crown chakra, which like I said earlier, is more so above the head than the actual crown of the head. And it is the crown chakra where we connect because our chakras are in harmony, because we're doing our healing work, because we are aligning ourselves spiritually, energetically. We're doing all the things that we need to do to move beyond simply identifying ourselves in this human experience, as it were. 
or our past relationships or our traumatic childhood or, or whatever. Okay. It's in the crown chakra where we move beyond this physical plane of existence into divine consciousness or the collective consciousness, or where we move into a space where we are now not just studying, reading about, and worshiping or praising the God of your understanding, but also connecting on a very deep, deep spiritual energetic level. So, yes, that was a lot. So if you need to take a break before I get into this birth story and leading chakra stuff, please do. Because while you're doing that, I think I'm going to go take a sip of water. All right. So now that we've taken a little bit of a breather, let's keep on going. All right. So I've given you a little taste, just a little dabble of what this whole chakra energy system is, right? Hopefully I didn't overwhelm you. But the reason you need to understand this is because of what I'm about to say next. And it's pretty interesting how um, I learned and realized that or how this uh, system comes into play, not only in our personalities, but where the inner child and our deepest healing is concerned. So, especially, especially where our birth story is concerned. Now, a while back, I had done a podcast with my soul sister, Miss Morgan, and we had already talked about this. And I'm just going to share again some of the things that she and I talked about. Now, not all of us know all the details surrounding our conception and our birth. Um, or we may have found out later on in life through family trauma and different experiences what the surrounding circumstances were. As for myself, it took some years of working with my own inner child and my own insecurities to even see the correlation between my birth story, you know, basically how you came into this world, Um, and the chakra that I innately lead with. Again, these chakras are energy, right? They govern all of these different aspects of how we live and how we think and how we behave and even our, our physical health. And so it makes sense when you really understand it that depending on how we came into this world, may have, and I believe, determined which energy we we use to maneuver through the world the most. So I'm going to tell you my birth story, 
And it's kind of funny when you think about it. My mom, like a lot of moms, I imagine, (laughs) uh, she wasn't trying to have children just yet. Um, She was using an IUD (laughs) and uh, she got pregnant anyway. Now, the thing about IUDs back then and you know by back then I do mean in the 70s I was born in 1978 and you know they didn't have the kind of medical technologies that we have now so that kind of stuff was risky and and her being pregnant you know my being in the womb with this device um back then I believe it was some kind of wire like material I don't know but me being in the womb with that device as a fetus no less like that was that was risky that was that's that's some real scary stuff like she she could have lost the pregnancy you know a lot of things I could have been born with a birth defect and a lot of different things could have happened so with her getting pregnant with the IUD and the IUD still being in there it was very high risk and when I was born when I was born her IUD was balled up in my hand. Yep, you heard it right. I was conceived while she was using an IUD and when she gave birth to me, it was in balled up in my little little fist as if to say, "Get out of my way. I I'm I'm coming through." Right? Now, some of the struggles that I personally have had throughout the course of my life and even up to now as an adult have revolved around my presence my confidence around my presence insecurities around how people received me or couldn't receive me I learned at an early age to to shrink myself back not say so much not do so much because people seemingly did not know how to receive me. It was almost as though even as a child, I had a very overbearing presence. Pop quiz. Everything that I just told you about the chakras, what chakra do you think that is in alignment with? I'm going to play Jeopardy music for you. Okay, I'm done with that. I've terrible, terrible, terrible attempt. But if you said solar plexus chakra, identity, personal will, you are absolutely right. My leading chakra, I have come to learn, is in fact my solar plexus chakra. As a baby, as a fetus, I was leading with that one. I just came through. You understand? And so when we start talking about inner child healing, it's important that we understand and, and, or at least are willing to explore how we first came into this world and how that energy and that presence affected the people around us. Now, that's not to say it's our fault. 
You know, people receive and interpret and handle things however they're going to do it based on where they are. So it's not so much a reflection of us or that there's anything wrong with us. However, depending on the mental, emotional, energetic state of the people around us, we may be made to feel like there's something wrong with us or that we're not doing the right things or we're not saying the right things because the energy that we lead with clashes with the energy that they need to heal. I'm going to say that again. And I need you to listen and I need you to feel me on this. The energy that we came into this world leading with crashes into the healing energy that they are needing and how they receive that sometimes good sometimes bad sometimes it's just all around tragic but it's important that we understand that that's not us we came into this world we came into these situations we were born into these families and so therefore their healing is our healing too at this later stage in our lives. So there I am, you know, my mom's dodging pregnancy, okay? <laughs> she put a device in her body to keep anything from sticking. And I was like, nah, I'm coming. I got stuff to do. I got some things I got to help you out with. I got some things that, you know, some karma I got to burn off. I'm coming through. And for the rest of my life, that collision between my presence, my strong will, and my mother's own weakness, or I'll say, you know, imbalance in her solar plexus was a constant collision. Even up to now, I'm a grown woman. 42 years old, two kids, and, and, and five bonus children, and a fiance, and it's still a collision sometimes. And so, what's your birth story? Like, I mean, if, if you know or can ask or find out, I challenge you to take this first step or this next step in your inner child healing and think about what energy center, what chakra energy you came in with and really, really sit down and survey your relationships, your ch especially your childhood. You know, what were things like with your, your mother, father, or your, your guardians? Um, what was it like for you with other children, if any? As painful as it may be or as uncomfortable as it may be, these are the things that we need to, to explore to kind of till the soil before we start digging. 
okay so yeah what's your birth story and what chakra would you say you you were leading with and are probably still leading with today I know for me I'm still leading even though I shrink back at times even though I can be passive aggressive and you know you know I develop certain coping mechanisms and behaviors over the course of my childhood but when I'm comfortable and when I'm with the right people or or in 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 the right alignment with people and situations oh you can see it clear as day I mean for goodness sake my brand Queen's Armor Enterprises is this bright golden yellow crown you know um I can walk into a room and even though I'm not interacting with people, people always seem to somehow notice me, which ironically makes me really uncomfortable. But it's, it's one of those things you can't hide. Like energy speaks for itself, especially when you are dealing with other intuitive people or other people who are doing any kind of healing work. And I want you to really take this time between tonight and tomorrow when I post day one. Well, today is day one. When I post day two and we start getting into these chakra development years and the crisis years, because those are a doozy, with you know my 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 other soul sister who's part of my healing tri- healing tribe Etiba um she's coming back she's been on the podcast before so if you've been on my podcast you you've heard the conversations between me and Etiba and she's going to be back and we're going to dig into these chakra development years and these crisis years and you know what a lot of us just a credit to puberty and oh just being teenagers oh no yeah that's part of it but let's look at the energetic aspect of it according to chakra development years and childhood trauma and that's what we're going to get into on day two so take this time tonight you know uh pull out your journal take down some notes just really kind of sit with it and see what you come up with it may be that maybe you lead with more than one You just never know until you really start unpacking this. So definitely reach out to me if you want to delve deeper into the chakras. And definitely, definitely tune in on day two tomorrow night at 9 p.m. where I'll be on with Itiba to... You know, we're going to till the soil just a little bit more, talking about the chakra development years and the crisis years therein. And by the time we get to days three, four, and five, oh, I promise you, you need to be ready for this conversation or these conversations with Mama Eli. Until then, remember, self-care is a divine responsibility. And you can reach me on Instagram at Queen's Armor Self Care, and that's Armor with a U, or email me at selfcare at queensarmor.com. 
be well, stay safe out there, and I'll talk with you again tomorrow.